Welcome back to another episode of the Ed Die Podcast. I am your host, Ed Die, and we're here to talk about stuff in the realms of horror, paranormal, and other things that are creepy. If you enjoy what we're doing and you want to back us and help us continue, feel free to join us on patreon.com slash isedddead. Uh, also, if you have any questions, comments, or anything you want us to look into or think we haven't heard about, hit us up and send us a message on social media. We're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. You can find me, is Ed I Dead, on all of those. Or if you just want to hit it directly to the podcast, just Ed Die Podcast on Twitter and Facebook. Um, we're always there. Uh, as far as updates, we I'm trying. I'm playing with some ideas for the format of what we're doing, uh, and I will get to that later in the show. I'll tell you one thing. And I'll let you think about this as I go through this. Uh, what are your guys' thoughts on ASMR? Do you know what it is? If you don't know what it is, look it up, and I'll tell you why later. So before I get to the main news, let's talk about some stuff that's going on. So this spring and upcoming summer, you actually have a chance to spend the night in a haunted prison. Pretty cool, huh? Ghost Hunt USA will be hosting these cool overnight stays at the old Montana prison in Deer Lodge, Montana. Not, not exactly the uh, place that everyone can easily get to, especially right now when travel isn't as easy with uh, the virus and all this and that. But still, if you can get there, hey, you will be you can look forward to being locked in to investigate at the prison from 8 p.m. to 5 a.m. And you'll actually get a choice between remaining with the group or breaking up and going out on your own into the prison. Lord knows what's going to happen to you. Uh, and here's what they say about it. Quote, it's a fun, great place. <laughs> it is one of the, It was one of my most favorite places to go. It's spooky anyway during the day, but when the lights go out and you're there and there's only one entrance in, so once you're in, you're into maximum. That's it. When you're there. And we're asking the spirit world to do certain things like open a door or to not for us to use our equipment. And they do it. That door that you just walked through seems so far away. He says Evan, Tyler Evans, one of the company's uh, founding members. That was a weird ass quote for me to, to uh, read. Anyway, for if you guys sound interested or more information, visit them at ghosthuntusa.com where you can see their upcoming dates and other locations that they do such things too, uh, which actually includes a sanatorium, a psychic, not psychic, a psychiatric museum. And they actually have some events going on at the original house from The Conjuring. That's right. I'll have a link on the website, isedidead.com, so you guys don't have to go crazy remembering. Just go to my website and anything I mention, I try to put a link there or a picture or a video. So anything I've mentioned, just... Hit up the website. It's a hub to uh, get to what everything I'm talking about. Now, I know that the episode we're talking about Haunted Instruments, which kind of lends itself to this bit of news. Uh, so if you guys know the following names, Nate Mendel, Pat Smear, Tyler Hawkins, Chris Shafiet, <laughs> Rami Jaffe, or the, the, the guy that most people probably know, Dave Grohl, the guy is collectively known as the Foo Fighters well. It's said that they're going to be starring in an upcoming horror comedy that's going to be directed by B.J. McDonald's, uh, who's known for directing Hatchet 3. So the band is going to be starring, not just in it, but starring in this movie. Supposedly it's already filmed, and yeah, they filmed it during the pandemic, and that 
It will have many other cameos, apparently. According to BloodyDisgusting.com, expect the movie to be somewhere along the veins of Kiss Meets the Phantom of the Park, if any of you have ever seen that. I know it's probably a widely known film, but not a widely seen one. Um, The story is said to be about the band uh, that's being haunted during a recording session and then becoming possessed. The question is, can these guys act? We'll have to see this movie when it comes out. Um... From what I've seen, there's no official name for it at the moment. But like I said, I mean, just I'm assuming once more information is out and everything, you could probably go on the Foo Fighters website and take a look and they'll tell you more about it, though. But just uh, hit up the uh, horror websites to see what's going on with it. And speaking of uh, movies, you might have noticed this past week, being that we're now in April, a new trailer came out that past week. And some of you might have actually watched the whole trailer some of you might have just saw part of it and skipped it or on YouTube when it was coming up as an ad, but Blumhouse has put out a new trailer for a movie called El Chupacabras. The footage looked spooky, a mix of uh, regular film and like found footage stuff. It looks promising. Too bad it was an April Fool's joke. The film company was nice enough to put out a fake trailer for the pseudo-holiday. The trailer used scenes from various films that included Paranormal Activity, Insidious, the Purge, and even the movie Get Out. Nice one. So I'll have a link to uh, for the YouTube fake trailer that they put out. It actually looked interesting enough, and they put enough voiceover and footage. I bought into it. I really thought it might have been a real movie, so I kept watching the trailer, and then when I started seeing things that looked familiar, I was like, ah, wait, and biggity-blam. Next thing I know, yep, it's a fake trailer. <laughs> now, let's talk about some haunted instruments now the whole idea of this because i'm going to get to a couple other instruments later came from the recent news about a an acoustic guitar that was for sale on a website known as reverb.com where you can buy and sell used musical equipment well the guy selling this guitar said that it's haunted so zach bagans that lots of you know from ghost adventures snatched it up It's interesting because the listing has nothing to back up the haunted claim other than the long-winded story that accompanied it. As the story goes, a young boy, about 13 years old, was found dead by his mom in his room with a guitar on top of him. So he died with this thing there. It's said to have happened back in June of 1966, and the boy tragically died on Halloween, October 31st, 1979. So this guitar has been around. When the boy's body was found, the record player was apparently playing the song Don't Fear the Reaper. I'm pretty sure you know the song from its cowbell fame. And it said his death was caused, oddly enough, by electrocution, which is odd for someone playing an acoustic guitar because, especially back then, it's not something you necessarily plug in unless this kid was trying to make it electric. Who the hell knows? Apparently, the boy was into dark magic kind of stuff, black magic, specifically Aliester Crowley kind of shit. Well, uh, whatever happens, uh, apparently, I guess the mom thought that the boy was messing with the wrong things, and I guess she believes it killed him. So the seller of the guitar got a hold of this guitar years later from the boy's mom because they grew up in the same neighborhood. They bumped into each other. Uh, He then goes on to say that what's been happening since he's owned this guitar. He says he's heard guitar chords ring out when there's no one else home to be strumming the guitar, let alone the fact that he lives alone. So who the hell else is there to be strumming a 
a chord and which it's funny because they uh in his story he says a chord okay it makes sense normally people would say strings but the fact that you're saying chord if anyone out there knows what i'm talking about as far as um musicians to make a chord you have to use your fingers it's not just like a cat can walk and accidentally brush against the strings a chord needs both hands it needs ambidextrousness it needs spooky ghost fingers to be doing more than just strumming along so he's heard the these things ring out from the other room when there's no one in there uh on three separate occasions he's he's found the guitar on his bed which wouldn't be so spooky if you knew the fact that that's not where he keeps it or he had placed it last so he's found it on the bed after he's put it away in the closet again he lives alone so who's going to be pulling this thing out and playing it uh he says the guitar even levitated out of the trash when he tried to throw it away so he decided you know what let's get rid of this thing so he put it up for sale for the get this the price of 666 dollars and shipping miraculously somehow cost 66 dollars and 60 and 60 cents so we're He's continuing, he's perpetuating the whole evilness of this thing, or supposed evilness. Um, what's interesting for a guy who got a haunted guitar is that this story, the whole thing when you read it, it reads more like a work of fiction. Uh, there just seems to be too many details when you read the story, which makes it feel more like a work of fiction. For, like, I just kind of paraphrase the whole story to you. He kind of gets all into very specifics about it. Uh, one article talking about this whole the whole guitar being uh for sale even describes his listing as quote the listing written in a high t- in a tone of high vincent price esque camp so it's kind of cheesy i mean he's he was using like weird lines to describe things it sounds unless this guy is an author and that's just the way he writes but he doesn't say so he just says he's a professional musician and as a professional musician, you can actually hear the guitar because he did make a video where he used the guitar um, unless he just made up this whole story to boost his YouTube career. I don't know, but there is a link and I'll have a link to the video where you can hear the uh, aforementioned guitar being strummed along. It's a full song, so it's not just the vocals and guitar. There's a whole song going on, but you hear this acoustic guitar being played in this video. Um, I warn you now, I mean, if it really is haunted, I don't know if it will affect you in any way or if you have other spirits in your house. I don't know if them hearing this supposedly haunted guitar will get them to do stuff. I mean, I don't know how they transmit and talk to each other through YouTube, but hey, you never know. So anyway, Mr. Baggins, Baggins, Bought the guitar and is and he says he is planning on playing it. Baggins said, "I was really blown away by the story behind the guitar and how the seller got the guitar directly from the boy's mother. Because of that providence is why I jumped as fast as I could to buy the guitar. I was literally driving in my car when my phone started blowing up about the guitar for sale, and was shocked when I was able to buy it." He then added, "Quote." I will display it securely at the Haunted Museum for close observation, end quote. We'll have to wait and see. If you don't know what I'm talking about, Mr. Bagans out in, I believe it's Las Vegas, has his Haunted Museum where he has all kinds of stuff. He's got haunted vans, haunted chairs, 
a haunted chair that had to be taken off display because it was affecting other people, which I've mentioned in the past episode. If you guys want more information on that museum and if you think you can get there, it's just, you know, go to thehauntedmuseum.com. If you guys do see this guitar, take a picture of it. I'm curious to see if there's anything around it. I know in the listing, the guy says he thinks it might have been a Gibson guitar, but it's old. It might have been rubbed off. Who knows what that 13-year-old kid with his black magic was doing to it, but hey, it's an evil guitar, apparently. Well, we're assuming evil. So having read that information, I was like, oh, you know what? I've heard of other stories and other specific stories on uh, haunted instruments. So I was curious, what other haunted tales are out there that people might have heard of? I mean, I'm sure there's one or two that you, you know, the devil goes down to Georgia and all that kind of stuff. But I looked into some other stories and I found some interesting ones. There are other tales of haunted instruments. I did come across one story that comes from a book actually called Lilith's Cave, Jewish Tales of the Supernatural. It tells us about carpenter back in the 12th century so the basic story is that he was building a casket for a man who had passed and he found that he had one piece of the wood from the casket left over and decides yeah let's I'll make a violin out of it you know what i'm saying let's make a violin over here so the spirit of the dead man who the casket was meant for comes to the carpenter in the middle of the night in his dreams telling him not to make the violin of course, he doesn't listen, and he makes and finishes the violin. But he finishes at night, late at night. So he figures, you know what? I'll put it. I'll put it away for now, and I'll play it tomorrow. So that night, the spirit returns to him, telling him not to play the thing. Okay, you already didn't listen to me when I said don't make it. Now, don't play it. So, what happens? The next morning, he wakes up. And decides, let me play this damn thing. So he plays it, and he ended up playing a haunting-sounding song that seemed to just come to him from out of nowhere. Gotta love how these stories all have these super-rich details. From out of nowhere, from the depths of deep inside of him. Uh, When he looked up, he found that it was dark outside. He started He started playing in the daytime, in the morning, and next thing he knows, it looks like it's nighttime, though it was still morning. So where did the sun go? He went to the door and opened it and stepped out and fell into what felt like black mud, like, he, every, like if the house was surrounded by darkness and he walked into this darkness and it was like mud, almost like a quicksand substance, and slowly sank into it and disappearing into it forever. So it said the dead man's spirit then visited the carpenter's son, warning him not to mess with the violin. The son then went and destroyed the violin in the fire. And as it burned, he heard the sound of his father's screams coming from the flames. This is obviously like a made-up tale because who would know any of the details of, you know, stepping into the darkness and whatnot if the guy disappeared and all we, last we heard from him is screams when, when the thing was burning. But... Who the hell, you know, who am I to judge? You know, just maybe someone that has a brain. But like I said, that's a story. You know, I guess we can you can call it a tale. But there is a story of an interesting one, a real story. There's a violin that was made in the late 1700s, who years later in about in the 1940s, it came into the hands of a collector named Harold Gordon Cudworth. Nothing spooky happened with the violin 
like since it's made, it was just a violin that was made back in the day, and somehow this Harold Gordon Cudworth got his hands on it. He's a collector. Hey, I got found me a violin over here, seventeen hundred. This has got to be worth money. You know, I'm gonna take this home. I'll do something with this. So everything seemed normal. You know, he had this thing in his possession, nothing out of the ordinary, until Cudworth decided to play the song known as The Broken Melody by Van Bine, or Bean, however you say that. When he played the song, and on that particular violin, so granted, it's not the song, but it's when he played that song on that violin, he would have poltergeist activity start occurring around his house. Interesting. And he would find the song almost hypnotizing. And anyone who would witness him playing it seemed to be almost hypnotized by the tune. On some occasions, he would hear noises when he played at home. He would hear noises coming from his kitchen, uh, the door to his room being shaken as if somebody was trying to get in when there's no one else home. Uh, When he decided to put the instrument down and go play one day, because he figured, you know what, this thing's kind of creepy. Let me put this down. I'm going to just go play the piano for now. Uh, I guess he collected more than just violins. So he went to go play his piano. Next thing he found on the piano was the sheet music to the broken melody placed on his piano as if some for something somewhere wants him to play that damn song. Uh, interestingly, Cudworth would be the last known person to even own the violin as he died in 1989. And then the instrument had been lost. No one since then it's like they've lost track of it but like i said he would play it on occasion for other people and other people did say that there was a haunting quality to it and that some did witness things happening here and there but it's one of those stories where it makes you wonder where the hell is his violin zach bagans can you get a hold of this thing and do you even know how to play a violin let alone play the broken melody that would definitely be interesting. Now, while there these stories of individual haunted instruments, you know, the haunted guitar, this haunted violin, this and that, there's an instrument with itself, just the instrument alone is believed to be cursed. Not like one specific one, but like all instruments of this type are said to be bad, all versions of it. This one is known as the glass harmonica, and it was actually invented by Benjamin, get your hands off me, Franklin, If you know what I'm talking about, go read you some history. Uh, It's kind of like a piano that plays notes. Well, not so much a piano, but it's an instrument where you're playing notes on like glass cylinders, like bowls. They're almost like put into each other. Anyway, you play play them by rubbing the bowls, not the balls, the bowls. They say Mozart and Beethoven even wrote songs specifically meant to be played on this instrument. So haunting sounding instrument within itself too if you've ever heard someone play um on a glass bowl or a glass cup or whatever it's an eerie sound so what went wrong people believe that the music or just the sounds of the instruments were affecting them and affecting them negatively it said that even a polish princess claimed that it made her feel sad literally that it struck her with what was called melancholia whenever it was played Damn, that's some strong emotions for, for, for an instrument. Not a song for an instrument. Bad luck and deaths were also blamed on this instrument too. A Bavarian king and his physician, not just him, but his physician, his I guess what you'd call his doctor back then, died under strange circumstances and blamed the instrument along uh, for their deaths along with 
the young deaths of two actors who played the same role. And what was interesting about that is that both roles obviously consisted of the same songs, but they all involved that specific instrument. So you have a king, a physician, and these actors dying and saying it's that goddamn glass harmonica instrument. It's that thing's fault. That thing is evil. Uh, and it's not just them that were buying into it. Uh, after some time, physicians even started telling people to be careful and to stay away from the damn thing. One doctor actually went on to say, quote, it could make a woman faint, send a dog into convulsions, make a sleeping girl wake screaming, and even cause the death of a very young one, end quote. So, this instrument, what happened to it? Well, it didn't stop making it. The damn thing is still around. No one really uses it today. I mean, there you can look up Glass Harmonica and you will find footage of it on YouTube. It's not like they banned it anywhere. It's just, it just ha pretty much kind of has a bad reputation. I don't know that anyone in the last hundred years has died from it because I couldn't find any, any stuff there. But it would be interesting if anyone knew of anyone, first of all, who even has one of these damn things, let alone know how to play it, on top of that, be playing songs that are affecting people badly. There are other instruments out there that are supposed to be haunted that includes pianos, electric guitars. There's even a story of a haunted tuba, but I just didn't, it's a damn tuba. I didn't want to get into it. At least the glass harmonica is interesting. Within itself, it's an interesting uh, instrument. Maybe in the future episode, I'll go into it. Uh, maybe I'll even go into the story of a haunted guitar store that I came across. Yeah, an actual store. Makes you wonder who the hell is haunting it and what the hell they're doing there. So what are your thoughts? Do you think an instrument can be haunted, much like people say dolls are? Do you think an instrument in general, all versions of an instrument, can be just seen upon as evil because of some reason of how they resonate their notes. What do you guys think? And asking you guys what you think, I also want to know, uh, like I said, ASMR, if you don't know what it is, look it up. Uh, what are your thoughts on me doing an SAMR episode? You know what I'm saying? An episode where I play with your audio and tingly emotions. Another thing I've been thinking about is uploading past episodes onto YouTube because, hey, why not get it out there? And speaking of episodes, speaking of going into old episodes and putting them on YouTube, just episodes alone, there are actually a couple of what I call lost episodes. There was one episode where we recorded and the audio was bad. This is going back to the first year we were doing the podcast where the audio was bad, but you can hear everything. It just doesn't sound so clear. Would you guys be interested in hearing that? There's another episode where we did a movie riffing. If you know what that, if you don't know what that is, that's where we watch the movie. You watch the movie with us as you listen to the podcast. And it's like hanging out with us as we make fun of the damn movie. We did this for an episode going far back uh, to episode, what would have been episode 35, but we ended up not putting it out. It was a long-ass episode because we watched the whole movie. But if you guys be interested in hearing that, let me know because we are thinking, I am thinking about possibly doing that with uh, other people and with some upcoming movies. If you guys have any movie suggestions you'd like to hear us talk over, and ruin for you let me know uh like i said hit us up on uh social media and i'm not until then guys stay scared stay spooky if you are one of the spooky types 
And let me know if there's anything out there that you guys want to hear about or you want to tell me about. I'm always open to hearing your haunted stories if you want to come on here. Tell me yourself or just give me all the details and I'll tell people for you and we'll find out if you're crazy or not. No, I'm just kidding. But till then, guys, stay scared, stay spooky, and don't look under the bed. 